Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Trying to Play Cool with your hosts, Emma and Corinne. <laughs> we are so excited to record today. Yes. Um, we have a little bit of a fun episode. Yeah, I'm excited. But before we get into it, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We only have one review, and it's from our friend. But we know a lot of you guys listen that don't actually know us. So give us a review. Um, we would really appreciate it. Yes, we'll read them and on the pod. Yes, we will. Also... Subscribe to us on Spotify if you're a Spotify listener like myself. Um, also, if no, you want to follow good. us on Instagram, that's trying to play it cool. And our email is trying to play it cool at gmail.com. Emma, what are we doing today? So, today is actually a supreme reason why you should follow us on Instagram. And we are doing a mm-hmm. QA. We have a handful of questions. Um, we're quite chatty gals, so we're probably going to go through a few of them today. But we're just going to basically talk about all things. There's some good questions in here. So, yeah, definitely make sure you follow us on Instagram. We're going to step it up, especially as we end school. We'll have more time. We'll have more I'm so excited to dedicate time to the Instagram. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. Summer is going to be a hot girl summer for the trying to play cool Instagram. Oh, yes. (laughs) A hundred percent. She will be the hottest girl out there. So, Corinne, okay. what's your trying to play cool moment? My trying to play cool moment is kind of funny. So, I feel like all of my trying to play cool moments are in the same setting, which is the college bar that we go to. It's not a college bar, actually, but it's the bar that we all go to as yeah. college students from our college. Um, and yet again, I had a that's weird a college encounter bar, there this weekend. <laughs> You might be right, but it's not, like, on our campus. Yeah, like, people yeah, yeah. can come that aren't in college. Um, But I – there was, like – so I went with my one friend who isn't a frat, and his, some of his buddies showed up – actually, his big showed up um, that are graduated, so they're alum. They don't live at school anymore, haven't mm-hmm. – I, I think I actually did see them this year, but I don't see them often. They showed up to the bar – and we were like, oh, my God, hey, like, haven't seen you in a while. How are you? Um, and his big specifically, like, we were just chatting. He walked away for a while, and then he came and sat with me and Kate, my roommate, because Colleen was there, too, but Colleen left us. She went home. And then my, like, friend who's in the frat also went somewhere, so it was just me and Kate chilling. And he came and sat with us for a while. And we just started talking. I got the tea on some things. And I don't particularly like him. Like, he's fine. We were just, Mm -hmm. like, vibing. Whatever. Nice to catch up with people. And then, like, at the end of the night, we're all, like, getting up to go outside to get our Ubers. And he just, like, looks at me and goes – like, he he does, like, the little hand motions, like – Oh, my God. That's, like, an extra level of sass. He was, like, you are such an anxious individual, I can tell. And I was, like (laughs) – excuse me first of all i think that i know a lot of anxious individuals i would not 
categorize myself as an anxious individual. I have anxious moments. That was not one of them. I was like mm. really living my best life. I was happy. Nice, t- nice catching up with people. I'm also like, that's the bar we go to every weekend. I'm very comfortable there. Yeah. So I was not anxious at all. So the fact that he said that to me and it was like totally unprompted too. Mm. I was like, <laughs> so I literally was like, what, what do you mean? And he never explained himself because he got an Uber and left. And I was like, <laughs> wow. So, you know what? It's yeah, probably because I, I wasn't there because out of you and Kate, you're I think you're more anxious <laughs> than Kate. And then out of yeah, I guess. you, Kate, and myself, I'm the m- most anxious one. So <laughs> He hasn't met me Happy yet. Medium. Um, he has met you. Actually, he has. Yeah. <laughs> hey. What are you saying? Person. I'm not going to say your name. Um, <laughs> he definitely does not listen to the podcast. Actually, you know what? No, I he feel does like not. If anyone from our one friend's frat listens, I think it would be him. Oh, wait. That friend has a name. We gave him the name of Rudy. Rudy. That's okay. My friend so Rudy. That's Corinne's friend Rudy. Um, if anyone in Rudy's frat would have listened to the pod i feel like it would be his big don't ask me why yeah i can see that what is your trying to play cool moment so i couldn't really think of one because i had a very chill weekend i'm just Mm. trying to grind and i have a lot of studying to do and i just kind of like hung out with people at like my house and that was Mm -hmm. really really nice but so i've talked about this before but I have a friend who goes to a medical school that I really want to go to, and right. I was able to reach out to him. And also, he's the love of my life. Corinne literally said to <laughs> me today, she was like, you need to marry him. And I'm like, I know. But yeah. um, shout out to this person. He's definitely not listening. He definitely. No. Um, but he set me up with a psychiatrist to like, it was to shadow, which is like, if you're pre-med, you know, like you have to have like a certain amount of hours, like shadowing um experience but because of covid um this medical college isn't taking any shadows so uh she was just like hey like we can do a phone call if you want like you can ask me questions and I was like that's perfect and so like I guess like the trying to play cool moment was just like me like I was nervous for this call and I wasn't sure how I was gonna go and it literally went so well like this lady (laughs) is like such a strong ass woman and she basically does what I want to do she's a psychiatrist she's a teacher um she's just like so kind and like I literally read her my personal statement and just talked to her about like everything about applying about psychiatry about psychology about her job and like it was just amazing so a little positive trying to play a cool moment all right should we get into the questions yeah, so did we did say that it's like a Q&A, but yeah, yeah we, we don't have that many questions. We're kind of going to just roll with it. So what are some of your favorite easy go-to college meals? So I feel like this isn't talked about enough. Like what you make in college, like I guess your later years in college when you're not living in a dorm, like what are those things that you make for yourself that are just like easy, you know, you're still learning how to cook, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So I have three things on my list. Um, the first one is shrimp scampi. I talked about this recently. Um, I literally buy like frozen shrimp. I buy like the little baby shrimps at Target and like the bag, it's like a three pound bag or something. It lasts me forever. It's just frozen. Then you can just cook it right up. I do that with like, um, tomatoes if I have them and I'll just like fry up 
um, some garlic and onions and tomatoes in some butter. Mm. And then add a little bit of heavy cream. I use vegan heavy cream because I am <laughs> allergic to dairy. And then you just add your cooked pasta, let it get all creamy and cook. And uh, it's super easy and it takes like 15 minutes and it's also just like healthy and good and substantial. Another one of my faves is tacos. Um, I love tacos just because, I don't know, I think it's easy. It's, that's one of those things I can whip up in like three minutes. Um, if you have some like, I like to put tomatoes and avocado and corn sometimes and onions and lettuce and all that fun stuff in it. So, but it kind of just ends up being whatever I have at the moment. It's mm -hmm. not always all that stuff together. No, but that's like very perfect for like college meals, I feel yeah. like. You have to work yeah. with what you got. Yeah. Yeah. So I make tacos like probably once every two or three weeks. I just had it this week. Um, and then another one of my faves is chicken marsala. I have a crock pot recipe for chicken marsala. I can link it below. Uh, it's below. so good. Wow. I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. Not, um, <laughs> I can link it in the show notes. But yeah, I've given it to Emma. Emma's tried it. It's a crock pot meal. So like you literally put all the ingredients in in the morning and then it like cooks for like five or six hours. And then you just have to like put, add a little bit of flour to thicken it mm -hmm. and then let it cook for another half hour. So super easy. Smells good all day long. Oh, you yeah, don't have to worry so about it. Yeah, I it's definitely one of my faves. Yeah, I really like doing this recipe. Um, like when I have like a long day of like lab or something yeah. like that. So like right before I prep it all, I go home. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's already It's literally the so best good. feeling. Yeah, I know. And like people shit on the crock pot all the time. Like I know that's like a TikTok thing. Like I don't know if you've seen that, but like people mm -hmm. like when mom pulls out the crock pot and then you're all, yeah. But this is like one of those meals. I don't even typically like chicken in the crock pot. This is one of those meals that's just like it it goes better in the crock pot because everything cooks together for hours. Mm -hmm. It's definitely one that's like worth it in the crock yeah. pot. Yeah. And like I just use my roommate's like literally it just has you plug it in. It doesn't even have an on button. Yeah. Like a very like basic, Same. basic Same. crock pot. So you don't need anything fancy. Mine's like a little baby one. It's like perfect for like four pieces of chicken um it like we have a big one at home but like my roommate has like a kind of like a miniature one it's not mm -hmm. like the mini one that you put like buffalo chicken dip in but like the medium size i guess and it's perfect for college students and they're not expensive i bought one at a thrift store or like i guess like a garage sale for like two bucks oh so you you can find them at the thrift store and stuff very fun well yeah. i guess like well i also do the chicken marsala meal uh, <laughs> yeah so good um yeah. but another one of my faves is like this creamy pasta recipe that I have and I literally like in the beginning of the school year when I moved into this off-campus house didn't have a meal plan and realized I had no idea how to cook um I mm. bought onions at the grocery store and I was like okay I gotta eat these onions like so I literally pin like looked up on Pinterest which I really recommend for like meal ideas yes mm -hmm. like recipes with onions and basically what this like creamy pasta is like you caramelize onions with like mm -hmm. olive oil sometimes i'll throw in shrimp i'll do shrimp or mushrooms i don't do shrimp and mushrooms because they don't yeah together really i well. do one or the other too yeah and um so either or uh then i cook those in there and then i add spinach mm -hmm. throw that in there and then you put heavy whipping cream um mm -hmm. and parmesan cheese 
Mm-hmm. And again, if you're a vegan or allergic to dairy, you can't really eat this. Sorry. But and then you mix you it all together. Vegan alternatives. And then exactly, exactly. And then it like thickens. And mm. then you put – I normally do pasta, so I put pasta in, stir yeah. it up. It's literally so quick, smells so good, tastes so good. Yeah. Um, And it has, like – I like when meals have, like, everything in there. So, like, protein, veggies. Yeah. Um, Like, I love pasta, so, like, yeah. pasta or, like, rice or something like that. Carbs. Things together makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, Another one – this is, like, my comfort food because, like, <laughs> me and my brothers were really picky growing up. So, this is what my mom would always make would be, like – Literally just breaded chicken. So, like, you know, when you, like, just get chickens, like, mm-hmm. like chicken tenders, chicken breasts at the grocery store, uh, defrost them. You defrost things by putting in the sink. I found a lot of people don't know how to defrost things. Mm. So, just take I it put, out of the freezer. I always, the sink. Put, I always put mine in the fridge because I'll take it out the night before. And then oh, I'll just put it in there. See, I'll yeah. take it out the night before and then in the morning I'll put it in the fridge or I'll just take it out in the morning and put it in the sink. And then it defrosts mm-hmm. during the day. I don't know. And then yeah, I do that you sometimes too. Tenderize the chicken. This is recipes with Emma <laughs> right now. You tenderize the chicken, and then you like beat an egg, and then put salt and pepper into the egg. That's like my thing that I came up with. Um, I mean, it's probably people do it, but like I figured that out <laughs> on my own. Um, put it in there, and then you get breadcrumbs. You got to get seasoned breadcrumbs. Don't get those basic, mm-hmm. just like anything breadcrumbs. Get the seasons one. And then you just like I guess fry it in olive oil on like a pan, really good. Um, and then I just make white rice with it. Mm. If you white rice also is easy to make. I didn't know how to make it yeah. this year either, which I'm like, oh, so stupid. I know, wow. crazy. Rice is one of my go-to's. Also, if you want like an alternative from white rice, chi- or chicken rice aroni slaps all my roommates love it. Every single one of my roommates will eat it if I make it. It like makes like a whole big pan. So good. Wow. Yeah. Very fun. I'm actually not a rice aroni fan, but I think I ate I, a lot of that when I was a kid. So, like, mm. I like, like, just the chicken flavor. Also, I do like the Spanish rice, too. Oh, I, yeah, I really like Spanish rice. Yeah. Um, and then my last recipe is this is like a hack to like save money because mm. I love pizza so much. Like, yeah, I love the pizza at our school, but like, I don't want to go spend like $11 on a pizza, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I do is I get like frozen crusts from like whatever grocery store. And then right. literally all you need is you can do like red sauce and then mo- like fresh mozzarella. Or mm-hmm. you can do like I'll – do, I'll do like the same kind of thing as the creamy pasta, which is like caramelized onions, mushrooms, and spinach. And then mm-hmm. I'll add that with mozzarella. Put it in the oven at 400 for like eight minutes. Perfect. It's so good. So I made a frozen pizza recently for the first time because um, I don't typically like like the crusts that already come like like, like circular. Pre-made. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Aldi's, if you're an Aldi's fan or you have Aldi's near you, they sell like pizza doughs that like are not frozen that you can um, cook right away or you can freeze them. So I freezed one. And then just, like, defrosted it and, like, you kind of, like, spread it out yourself. Oh. Um, and it's so good. So I made that this week. So that's another thing. Oh, Aldi's is a great fun. store if you're, like, a college shopper because it's I really just cheap. got, like, fresh ones, but I, def- I like, froze them. Uh, yeah. Like, giant that were, like, they look like Oath where they're, like, the rectangle. 
There's a giant. Oh, bell. really? And I couldn't find them the last time I went there, so I had to get circular ones. Yeah. I had to get cauliflower. Okay, so the last pizza I had was like cauliflower crust, which I guess mm-hmm. was like healthier or like yeah, it is. I don't know. Um, but it was like not as like strong. I felt like I felt like it was flimsy. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Facts. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. If you want to see Moving us on. like talk more about food, let us know. I feel like yeah, both of us I are pretty do- good chefs. I want to do more of that, like, on our Insta stories when I have yeah. time. Now I just, like, cook ridiculously. Like, I'm, like, a mad woman when I cook because I always need to eat and go mm-hmm. somewhere or do something. Um, but this summer I'll definitely do more of that. I'm saying. I feel like my mood is always better when I cook good meals. Same. I love cooking. We, like, did, like, for our psych, like, emotions diary thing. Mm-hmm. I wrote so many times. Like, all the times that I cooked dinner, I wrote it in there and was like, I cooked dinner. It made me feel better today. Oh. Because it's, like, therapeutic for me because yeah. it's, like, I can listen to music. I, I so, A lot of times I call my mom while I cook or, like, I watch a sh- Like, today I had to watch a show for my TV class. Gosh. So. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. Moving on. So next question is a question that asks, what are your plans for post-undergrad? So for those that don't know, we're juniors in college, so we're not graduating quite yet. Mm -hmm. But the time is coming up soon. We're starting to think about it. So Emma, would you like to start? Yes. So I talked about this a little bit, and I actually think I might do a solo episode on all this stuff because I know like myself, I've been looking for podcasts about this. And like it's hard to find, especially with someone with like, who I can relate to. Um, mm-hmm. So I am a pre-med student and mm-hmm. I try to be in the least obnoxious way possible. I'm very self-aware that, yeah. that a lot sometimes, especially I see people on TikTok and like Instagram and like YouTube and it's just like too much. Um, mm-hmm. But I do. I really want to go to medical school. So right now I'm applying. I'm taking the MCAT mm-hmm. at the uh, beginning of June. So ideally, I would like to go to medical school in Philadelphia. I would like to stay here. Um, just because mm-hmm. this is where all my friends are and I'm familiar with the area. Also, Philadelphia has incredible medical schools, like literally so many. Then after that, I have I probably will do I mean, you have to do residency. Um, yeah. And then depending on my specialty, I'll do fellowship after that. One of the biggest pieces of advice I've been told um, about going into medicine is to practice in like an urban area so that you just see as many people as possible, as many different um, like cases, cultures, different types of people, Mm -hmm. different languages, like just so you get um, a very well-rounded kind of education. Cause like medical school, you get the background, you get the knowledge, but residency is really where you learn how to be a doctor. Um, So I would love to do residency in DC or New York or depending on, um, whatever program I go into I think like somewhere out west would be very cool so like that's yeah. my time to like go somewhere far but like for med yeah, school I want to be in explore. yeah but Ugh, that's all I got I so far Philly. what about you Corinne <laughs> so I feel like I keep mentioning this but um I am in a five-year speech pathology program it's funny because like our majors have nothing to like we're so <laughs> far removed from the podcast like yeah. we're not marketing majors like you I think you'd like you would expect us to be like oh we're marketing majors we want to go into business mm-hmm. or like, like we entrepreneur be like stuff yeah like that. no we just like this is fun for us because we're both like kind of in the science aspect but anyways I am in a five-year accelerated 
uh, master's program for speech language pathology, which is essentially um, basically normally when you uh, go through a speech pathology program, you do four years of undergrad and then you apply to grad school. Well, you can actually go out into the field and work as a speech language pathology assistant um, with your undergrad degree. Um, or you can go to mass, you can go to grad school and get your master's in order to practice as a speech language pathologist. So uh, my school does this really great thing where they have a five year program. Mm -hmm. So basically you get into the program as an undergrad student, you don't have to reapply like you do for like actual grad school. Mm -hmm. uh, all I had to do in order to gain admittance was maintain a 3-5 and I had to like write an essay about why I would be a good candidate and they admit everybody basically. Um, so now I will be starting my grad school in the fall even though I'm only going to be a senior typically that doesn't happen. So I'll be starting grad school in the fall and then I will finish it through my fifth year of school. So like it's not five years, it's six and I will go through the summer between my fourth and fifth years to uh, compensate for the fact that it's a whole year shorter, but mm -hmm. it's a lot more cost effective. It's also just a lot more time effective in the sense that like I have more time to do what I want. Um, yeah. So once I'm licensed and all that stuff, um, I do want to work with children, but the actual discipline of what I want to do, I don't know anymore. I used to say I wanted to be um, someone that worked in the NICU with babies with swallowing disorders. Mm -hmm. But since going to school, I have fallen in love with language, the language aspect of speech pathology. And I want to work with children with language disorders, I think. Aww. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's a lot of early intervention stuff, but there's a lot of cons to early intervention. So it's because it's like, a lot of times you go to people's houses, you drive, it's a lot of driving, I don't have a car, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it all just like, it's really, I'm just going to kind of see where life takes me with clinicals and stuff like that, yeah. see what I like versus what I don't like, because I feel like I can surprise myself too. So yeah, I don't really know exactly where I'll end up, but I do want to work with kids. So yeah, you got to yeah. trust the process with all this stuff. Oh, totally. Like you can't have like super concrete plans. Yeah, for sure. no, that's what like, well, okay. Well, Corinne is definitely in grad school, but I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so um, that's a very tentative plan. Um, yeah. But life is, especially with COVID, life is so unpredictable. Um, but we are both very optimistic people, I would say. So, oh, yeah. Look into the future. Next question is I, I loved this question. Um, shout out my friend Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, our friend Alyssa asked this question. It's such a good one. She mm -hmm. asks, "What's the biggest mundane advice you have to make life easier?" I love it. Ah, this one. Do you want to start? Yeah. Should I start? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go for it. I just like. I want to say that I appreciate spiritual spirituality and religiousness. Whatever mm -hmm. you practice, whatever you believe. Um. Mm -hmm. If you're an atheist, if you're Catholic, if you're Muslim, like, um, I just think it's important for people to assess their own beliefs um, and their mm -hmm. own perspective on, like, the world we live in and our own existence. I think it's magical and I love talking to people about it and I love being open about it. And when I saw this question, I was like, damn, this is like a hard one because I'm thinking, like, 
the yeah. advice that like and there there are other like things that I could probably think of, but on the first um like the first thing that popped into my mind was just prayer. Um, because that's something that whenever I am having a hard time or like whenever um just like anything comes into my life and I remember when I was a kid talking to my mom and even to this day, um prayer is something that I just kind of rely on and I think it does make my life easier and if you don't believe in a higher power or you just want to think sending good energy into the universe I think all those things is something that's really Mm -hmm. effective and powerful and I just think that we have a lot of power in our own lives and I think prayer is a way to do that if that makes sense I don't know Mm -hmm. I'm trying to absolutely No, cool. you articulated it well. Yeah. I also think, at least for me, I mean, we're both Catholic. Um, prayer is very open to however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And prayer for me is very self-reflective. So even if you're not religious, sitting down and thinking about yourself and what you want in life and your goals and how you feel about where you are right now, just kind of asking yourself how you feel and where you want to go. Self-reflecting is really important. So Mm -hmm. even if you're not religious, I definitely think that self-reflection, checking in with yourself is important. Yeah. Um, I took a little bit of a different approach. I said, put things into your daily routine that make you happier and make them non-negotiable. They don't have to do with anything with you being productive, with you being you know, getting to a certain goal or whatever. They're just things Mm -hmm. to make you happy and make life worth living. So those things for me are things like, like my non-negotiable things I do every day, listen to music, write in my journals, which I don't even do every day, but (laughs) I'm getting back into it, reading a book. Those are all things that I need to put in my day in order to feel like, not like feel whole, but just like in order to feel more on top of my life and more like I go to bed easier and I wake up easier when I do the things that I want. Not that like you have to put so much time aside. Like I literally, I write my journals and read in my book for like 15 minutes every night and it just makes like sleeping and waking up so much easier for me. And I highly recommend, like, putting something in your, in your routine that you don't take out. Like, because sometimes you do things that make you happy, but do, doing something every day really makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be long. So something little. All right. Well, speaking of all that stuff, uh, how do you balance social life with academics and work? So I think we have very similar answers yeah. here. So I said, um, schedule things ahead of time. Make sure you have a calendar where you can see everything mm-hmm. um, and plan things around those things and just be organized about it. Make sure you know what's happening when. Um, and I leave my weekends completely free, always. That's one of my non-negotiable things, guys. Not like always every weekend. I don't like it's very rare if I, if you see me like pull out my laptop and like start working on the weekends Like you know something's severely wrong in my life um, I typically don't do any work on Saturday or Sunday um, I work really hard during the week uh, I work like 
not you know all day long mm-hmm. during the week so that i can have a few days to myself where i don't have to worry about it and it doesn't even mean that i have all my stuff done but i just know i'll get it to, i get i'll get to it on monday i make sure i have enough done that i don't feel overwhelmed going into monday um but yeah i literally take the weekends for myself and it's really nice because it's like the time that i know everyone else is free sort of um and i feel like i have more time to put into the podcast and just like spend time with myself that's great yeah Yeah, that's a I kind of have similar advice actually so I wrote work hard play hard but I'm also gonna add rest hard because yeah I think resting is something very important and I like I would sometimes I'm like Corinne I can get everything done during the week but sometimes like if I just have like a five-hour lab like I literally like I can't do any work after Mm -hmm. that so I'll just take like time to like cook dinner and just relax at night and then maybe get back to work or even just go to sleep early like I do do work on the weekends but um I try and schedule especially now is I'm as I'm like studying as school has intensified I'm trying to like kind Mm -hmm. of limit my social plans to like one night of week not one night of the week and like basically just have fun and have genuine time with my friends where I'm like fully there and um fully like mm-hmm. invested in the moment and just enjoying my time without having guilt of like oh I should be studying right now oh I should be sleeping right, right. now so I can wake up early and then so like I think planning a time where you can have guilt-free fun and um mm-hmm. like also take care of yourself so like sleep um afterward like yeah have a night to like just have fun and then sleep the next morning yeah. like I think that is really beneficial yeah. for me and like something that like even if I have a lot of assignments to do I'll be like oh I want to do this this and this so I can go out on Saturday night also understanding like your boundaries and like I know I'm really bad at this um but I'll cancel <laughs> plans like a lot um because I just say yes to everything but um it's okay to do that and it's okay <laughs> to say no initially because um yeah. like don't stretch yourself too thin too I feel like a lot of people don't realize how much like the time off helps like people I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. think like I'm gonna talk about this later I actually have like the last question I have is about this but um I think a lot of times people think I just have to keep going I have to keep going till it's done till my work is done but giving yourself that time to blow off some steam to like put your energy into like social things and like spending time with your friends. Like I come back to school feeling so refreshed that I would not have felt if I didn't go out the that Saturday yeah. night. Like it's, it's like people think like, Oh, it's so counterintuitive, but it's really not like, it's so imp- vital to like being well-rounded and feeling like you've got a handle on everything mm-hmm. because you're able to take that break and actually enjoy yourself. Like you need to enjoy yourself in order to get shit done. Oh Yeah. What is something that makes you happy? I just wrote warm weather because it was nice today. Yeah. And um, the weather just makes such a difference in my life. I'm one of those people that's really affected by the weather. I feel like I have a little bit of seasonal depression. I hate the winter. I like the warm weather. I like the sunshine. Um, Not everyone likes it as much as I do, but I just – I really feel like I was meant to live somewhere warm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, But I wrote – Dougie, my dog, he's just so silly. <laughs> my mom Aww. likes to send pictures of him into our family group chat, and he's just so goofy. <laughs> my dog is a 
dachshund basset hound mix so he's very funny looking he has like short little legs and he's like a long little body and he's just so cute um but i just love dougie just because like i like miss having a dog when i'm at school because it's like i don't know like dougie also he's a little needy so he always needs to be around people um but like same but like he just like it's nice to have like a like a pet because like they just unconditionally love you and you can like just love them back and like um i don't know he's just so cute too like i just like love hanging out with him and so whenever i go home obviously i love hanging out with my family but he's a part of the family so it's just something that makes me happy and like if i ever feel sad i'll just look at a picture of dougie and just laugh at how funny he looks so that's fine he's cute he's really cute Okay, do you want to ask this next question? Yeah, the next question is, would you consider yourself organized? We both said yes. Yeah, we're very organized people. Um, yeah. I'd say, like, I'm definitely, like, a last-minute organized person. But just, like, also mm. – I'm also kind of, like, preemptive in the way that, like, I keep my room very organized and, like mm-hmm. – my calendar and stuff like I feel like I like it's easy for me to keep a routine and a pattern so um it's funny I I feel like we're organized in different ways how are you organized I feel like like I feel like I'm more organized like in like outside of myself I guess I could say like I am always organized with the plans and with what I'm doing Mm. school-wise and like that's so that's somewhere where like you're canceling all the time and like you don't show up on time and like that's like where I am organized (laughs) but like my room typically not like it's fine it's clean but I let my room get really messy um I'm not like I actually my room is like always clean compared to a lot of other people. I just have like a lot of stuff and I, I have a really tiny room at school. So it gets like messy without me wanting it to mm. just cause I have nowhere to put my stuff. Um, so like I kind of where I don't let my, like I let myself get organized when it just, or get disorganized when it only pertains to me. Cause I'm like, no one else, like I don't share a room. No yeah. one else cares if my room's a mess. It's like, um, so I think we have like different like it's like it's weird like we have different yeah like I don't know we're both organized but in different ways that's it's cool true. it's cool to think about that is cool yeah interesting yeah. yeah I mean I feel like when it does like come to like group projects and like yeah jobs so and stuff like about that I'm stuff. very yeah. like type A about that stuff uh-huh but like yeah we're type A about different things sometimes it's yeah. interesting wow yeah all right. Love that for us. All right. What keeps you motivated for school? So I already kind of gave mine away because we talked about it a little bit before, but I wrote listening to my body and taking breaks when I need, but also taking advantage of that. So for example, yesterday was Monday and Mondays are really busy days for me. Um, I woke up at 730. I was doing work all morning. I had a lot of crap to get done. And by the time I finished tutoring around 3.30 in the afternoon, I had class at 6.15. I, in between that time, didn't want to do anything, not anything at all. And I let myself, I was like, Mm -hmm. it's fine. 
it's fine. I knew I had enough time later in the week that I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, you can take three hours. It's fine because you, but now you're going to have to, you know, be on top of your game tomorrow. Like sometimes I give myself, like I give into when I don't feel motivated because it's, it's important to listen, at least for me. I know not everyone's like this because not everyone has as much self-control, but like, I know that mm -hmm. I'll get my stuff done. So I'm like, I'm not feeling motivated and I'm not feeling motivated. So it's going to take me twice as long to get it done. Whereas tomorrow when I know I will feel motivated, it's going to take me an hour. Um, yeah, listening to my body, but also like, I don't, I'm not always like, I'm not motivated. Cause like, if you ask me mostly, most of the time I'm not motivated, but like I'm more motivated than other times. So I think don't you're very, mo I think you're not giving yourself enough credit though. You're a very motivated person. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. You're right. you motivate me. I think also like us and Kate, like just being at the library all the time, yeah. I think we motivate each other, but mm -hmm. I took it a little bit of a different route, just kind of like more like an excess if you're having an existential oh yeah like kind of like <laughs> idea especially like college is a confusing time you're trying to figure out who you are what you're doing all that stuff mm -hmm. um so when i'm feeling like kind of uh, even like also like this can help motivate like the smaller tasks like for me like studying is one of them um like for the mcat yeah. and i really don't want to do it and it's like really sucks and it's painful and it's <laughs> a lot of work but um i just kind of like i envision myself in med school and practicing or with like a really cute apartment in like the city like I'll envision my future and it's kind of like the idea of like picture your higher self and show up as her and I think like I really like that Aww. idea because I mean you're gonna grow and you're gonna have experiences and you're gonna learn things but your attitude mm -hmm. and your perspective is something that you can transform now like you don't need to go to med school and um live in a city in order to like be open and um welcoming to other people or uh work hard yeah. in your like classes now like um you can do that now and um yeah. so just thinking about the future that really helps me especially because I'm an optimistic person um yeah but also I like that answer I think it's important like if you're absolutely not motivated for school and even like thinking about the future, like the future in your field that you're studying, like doesn't make you happy either. Like maybe you're just not enjoying what you're learning and that means you should change paths. And I know like for me, something that motivates me is mm -hmm. that I like, I actually do really like what I'm learning. Like, yeah, I don't want to write a paper or I like, yeah. don't want to um, take a test, but at the end of the day, I'm happy with what I'm studying. And so normally that will be like me enough too. for me to be like, this is really cool. I get to learn this. Um, I find this really interesting. This is something I can do. Yeah. And so that kind of encourages me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like that. I liked those answers. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. All right. Should we wrap this up with the weekly favorites? Yeah, let's go on to our weekly favorites. Yeah. We have the same one. Start? Also, I saw Corinne's and I was like, ooh, same. Oh. I okay, so I'll start because mine's a little more broad. So um, it, this started like, I guess, Easter-ish time. The month or the month, the week after Easter, um, I was home. My family goes to bed really early at home like 10 10 30 mm -hmm. um i'm not a like i'm not like a person that goes to bed early i never really have been but when your whole family gets up at 6 a.m and they're going to bed at 10 p.m you get kind of bored so yeah. you just go to sleep 
So I was going to sleep really early and getting up around eight. And I did it for enough days that I got myself in the routine of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was actually enjoying it. And then I was like, oh, I'll fall off the way. I'm going to get back, back to school. But I created a habit, I guess, because I've been getting up really early. Not like really early. Just like I've been getting up at eight, which like I always get up at eight. I feel like I get up at eight every day of the semester, but I usually lay in bed till 10 p.m. So um, like actually getting up and getting my day started, I've been enjoying mm -hmm. and I've actually been able to keep up with it here at school past few days I've gotten up at 7 30 it's a little too early I'm feeling it now I'm sure you can tell I'm not full energy right now at all don't worry about um <laughs> I am like really really tired um just because like we were at the library from what nine to five today mm -hmm. long it's like a whole day whole whole work day yeah in there um <laughs> and just a <laughs> sorry <laughs> just a lot of work um so, but I've been really enjoying like getting up in the morning and like just like having that time. It just gives you so much more time in your day. And I'm not going to bed that much earlier. I typically sleep from like midnight to eight. Mm -hmm. Like I went or like now I've kind of since I've been getting up at seven thirty, like eleven thirty to eight, and it's good. It's it's eight hours. No, yeah. eleven thirty to seven thirty. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, eight, yeah. eight hours is the goal. You when I sleep too much, I feel tired, and when I sleep too little, I feel tired. I need mm -hmm. to get that eight hours because it's like the the perfect sweet spot where I can actually get up and not feel tired. Yeah, actually, that's what I've been doing recently. Like my goal time has been six forty five, and recently I've been waking up at six thirty, so like a little bit before that, and I just like lay, I fall back asleep for fifteen minutes, and I get up. Um, but like when on the weekends, or if there's like a night that I stay up past. 10 45 I guess so like I'll just change my alarm on my phone so like I do the apple like the rest health thing I don't know mm. it's like where you like schedule like your sleep and like your phone turns yeah. off when you're like supposed to be sleeping um so like if I it's if it's like midnight I'm still up then I'll like I'll set my bedtime to like midtime mid midnight and then I'll change it to eight Mm -hmm. a.m. wake up yeah and then a recess I don't know but yeah same eight like I've been trying to like get a lot of sleep and um be like before I think I said this in a past podcast but like I didn't like morning workouts because I was just so tired <laughs> after them and like it was not the yeah. moves and it was definitely because I was not getting enough sleep so my oh, yeah. favorite has been early morning workouts because I just wanted to like I haven't been to the gym in so long I wanted to get back into it um mm -hmm. and especially because of like just how crazy life has been like I missed working out because it's a time that like I can just listen to music and not think about anything um which is really really fun I love yeah. doing that I love not thinking um, so fun but yeah. um and it's like it could be anything like I, this is also something I'm very intuitive with like I just listen to what like I want to do um what like my body wants to do so I try not to stress myself out too much yeah. about it but um, I've been really enjoying, like, going to the gym at 7.30, which is, like, very early. But there's mm -hmm. actually a lot of people at the gym at that time. And, like, I feel very motivated. And um, I get a nice, like, walk in the morning to the gym because it's, like, across campus from where um, I live. Mm -hmm. So it's just been – I've done, I think, like, five 7.30 workouts in the past, like, two weeks um so it's not every day but uh yeah. it's just really nice so 
I would recommend. Make sure you get enough sleep beforehand. That's important. Yeah. Eight hours is a good amount of sleep. Like, I say I need six to function, so eight is great. Yeah. Well, I feel like that is shorter than our normal episodes. Um, I'm also, like, not super high energy, so I apologize for myself being like not super hype it's a chill vibe um We're, but it's almost the end of semester yeah we need some chill vibe so it's good yeah so that's that's all we're gonna have for you guys today yes so thank you so much for listening we love and appreciate you guys so much and always remember you are the coolest bye bye Woo.